This program discusses topics not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Have you checked the children? Good evening, my Shriek Freaks, and welcome to another Shriekcast. As you may be able to tell, I was recently infected with some form of the funk, and am still getting over it, so I apologize if I sound crappy. I expect one of my spawner to blame for this, and I shall get even with him later. Just kidding. Uh, I will, however, despite sickness, persevere for the love of horror and for the hashtag horror family. Tonight's topic... You guessed it, films based on urban legends. A quick search of the term took me to a page on Wikipedia with more results than I had expected. I'll share this link if you're interested for your own purposes on Twitter at the ShriekCast. I've randomly picked a few to review. I've watched them from beginning to end. I'll be giving them a verdict of stream it or skip it. But before we dig into that, here's some horror news from the week that went by. This week just... That just went by saw the birthday of two horror staples. Sam Raimi's Evil Dead released October 15, 1981. Happy 38th birthday, Evil Dead. This was reported by Fangoria via Twitter. October 18th, on the other hand, of 1985, saw the release of Brian Usna's Reanimator. Two cult classics in one week. Uh, just too bad they were four years apart. But other than that, you, you get what I'm saying. Speaking of birthdays... Virginia Leith, uh, who is uh, better known as Jan in the Pan from the 62 cult classic The Brain That Wouldn't Die, turned 94 this week. Happy birthday to you, Virginia. You know, the first time I saw The Brain That Wouldn't Die was MST3K, and I think that was back uh, when I was a kid. It was on uh, basic cable late night. Well, not basic cable, but it was on cable late night on, on HBO. And uh, that's how I first really got into sci-fi and horror, but... Anyway, I'm not going to drone on and on about MST3K and my childhood and all that, because no one wants to hear that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, more exciting news, Dread Central is reporting that rumors are circulating about a, uh, a mini-series or, or a TV series based on the sci-fi horror franchise Alien. This would uh, be rumored to appear on Hulu. I'll be keeping my motion trackers uh, tuned in on that one, because I, uh, I am a fan of anything Alien, so... On a sadder note, uh, Robert Forster passed away this week at the age of 78 after a battle with brain cancer. Forster is recognized for his roles in such films as Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown and Disney sci-fi The Black Hole, in addition to remakes of Hitchcock's Rear Window and Psycho, not to mention his appearance in the recent Breaking Bad movie El Camino. Our thoughts are with his family and friends at this time. Right, let's move on to our first random selection, which was The Sitter, made in 1977, based on the famous Babysitter and the Man Upstairs legend. This short film, 22 minutes to be exact, whiffed of a college film project with a cast of mostly no-name actors. No gore and no violence in this one, uh, just some uh, mildly suspenseful camera angles and some creepy voice acting. Uh, my verdict skip it 
Next, we have The Burning, which was released in 1981. This is a retelling of the New York urban legend of the Cropsey Maniac. This film comes with at least some pedigree as it marks the debut of Jason Alexander, Fisher Stevens, and Holly Hunter, as well as a soundtrack by Rick Wakeman of Yes and special effects by Tom Savini. It ticks all of the boxes of an 80s uh, horror slasher. Horny teens? Check. Disfigured psycho? Check. Excessive nudity? That's a check. Murder by gardening tool? Check. Final verdict? Stream it. Alligator is next on our list. This 1980s film starring the now late Robert Forster is based on the gator in the sewer legend. A teenager buys a baby alligator in Florida. Upon coming home, her parents realize that that was a terrible idea, so they flush it. Uh, I gotta kind of put a pin in this right here because I can tell you as someone who's lived their whole life in Florida... I have never seen a place or a person selling live baby alligators. I've seen baby turtles, baby frogs, uh, probably all sorts of, you know, who knows what because it's Florida and Florida's weird. But I've never seen anyone, a store or or a person, selling baby gators. Now, there are places where you can pet baby gators and feed gators, but not actually purchase one to take home. So anyhow, uh, the years go on, and somehow, despite uh, all the uh, all the the uh, dangers that uh, this gator would face in the sewer, it it uh, it lives and it grows bigger and bigger. Uh, now, to uh, according to one eyewitness, at least uh, car proportions. So our. Uh, our hero is played by Forrester, uh, who's a gritty detective who's bent on stopping this gator who has now, you know, killed one of his partners. Uh, my final verdict on this one, I'm sad to say it, uh, is, uh, is skip it and watch Jaws instead. Our next film on the list is the Taiwanese 2015 horror, The Tagalong. This film is based on the Little Girl in Red legend. Sorry, I had to have a drink of water there. The legend goes, a group of hikers on their way up the mountain path film their journey. When they review the footage, they notice a little girl dressed in red is following them. This little girl is actually an evil spirit causing people to become lost in the mountains. A real estate agent, Wei, sees the little girl in red after... finding a camera with footage on it. Wei then disappears, leading his girlfriend on a terrifying chase, ending in the mountains. There she must confront the evil spirits that ensnared Wei. I'm not saying that this is the worst movie I've seen, but I've definitely seen better, and I don't think I would watch it again. Verdict, skip it. Next, The Hitchhiker, this 1986 film based on the Don't Pick Up Strangers, uh, or Hitchhikers, rather, uh, legend, stars Rudger Hauer, C. Thomas Howell, and Jennifer Jason Lee. Jim, played by Howell, picks up John Ryder, played by Hauer, because that's not confusing, on the side of the road, unaware of his sinister nature. Which you gotta say, I mean, in the first, like, two minutes of the, the film... 
Jim picks this guy up and opens the door. And the first thing he says to him is, my mother told me not to do this. So you kind of know it. it's just it's going to go pear-shaped from there. But anywho, um, so they drive down the road a little bit. And soon Ryder is starting to kill Jim, who luckily manages to, to escape. Uh, but Ryder continues to taunt him, even framing this innocent man for crimes he did not commit. Uh, so this goes on, you know, this this writer guy chases him and and pursues him, you know, down the highway on for miles and miles for days and days until they finally meet for a final confrontation that only one can walk away from. Now, this may kind of uh, piss some people off here because it seems to be a rather popular film. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, it got a score of 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, but I thought it was kind of a just a so-so film. I thought the cast gave a, a, a decent performance, but not uh, not anything spectacular. And the pace was painfully slow. So my final verdict is skip it. Now to Japan for Carved, the Slip-Mouthed Woman, based on the now infamous urban legend Kuchisake Ona. A malevolent spirit whose mouth is slashed from ear to ear. The legend states that she appears to ch- victims, usually children, and asks them if she's attractive. If they answer no, she kills them. Yes, she slits their mouth to match hers. Director Koji Shirasashi delivers a mostly true to legend take with a mix of some realism and suspense. Final verdict, stream, assuming that you don't mind subtitles like I do. Next is Nine Miles Down, which isn't based on an urban legend per se, but uh, it kind of uh, relates to one. Specifically, the uh, Hole to Hell hoax that uh, that sprang up some time ago. Uh, you remember the one that, uh, the you know drillers in Siberia had drilled a hole to hell, and and they put a microphone down. You could hear the the screams of tormented souls. But anyhow, uh, so this movie. Uh, starts off with a team of researchers disappearing from a drilling site in the Sahara. Uh, security expert Jack, played by Adrian Paul, is sent in to investigate. Um, what he finds is that hell is right under him, and over the next days as he waits for, for backup, he is tempted and tormented by the devil in disguise as a woman. This one was a lot of psychological terror and mind screwery, uh, some jump scares and whatnot, uh, which is all good with me. I like that kind of stuff. So my verdict is stream it. Last on our list, and thankfully the last, because it was probably, not probably, definitely the least, the 2005 film Boogeyman, uh, which is based on the urban legend of The Boogeyman. A young boy is traumatized by seeing his father attacked and taken by the boogeyman. Later, he's forced to return home and face his fears. This movie features, in my opinion, one of the most cowardly, useless protagonists in all of horror. And sadly, not even the star power of Emily Deschanel and Lucy Lawless could save it. My final verdict is skip it. I wish I had. And that's all I want to say about that. Did you agree? Tell me your thoughts on Twitter, at the ShriekCast. 
while you're there, weigh in on the poll asking which underwater horror is best, Deep Star 6 or Leviathan. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and rate and share. Until the next time, this is your friend Edgar reminding you to lock your doors and get lots of vitamin C. Have a good evening, everyone. Give this lady an idea of how big he was. Just a guess. Is he as big as he is? You know an Eldorado. Car. A guess. No, a refrigerator. Of course a car.